Okay, everybody, welcome to Half Hour of Power. Joe Diesel here. This is Jesse. Hey, Jesse, uh, what uh, what show is this that we're doing here? It's the end of summer. Mm. Oh, is it the end of summer? Already. Oh, my gosh, it feels like it just started. It does. All right, well, let's uh, go ahead and do this. Last summer, let's look at let's look at last weekend's box office just for fun here. What do you think was number one last weekend? Well, I hope it's the world's end. <laughs> yeah, well, it, number one is the butler. Uh, we'll give you one guess for number two. World's end? No, nope, we're the Millers, number two. All right, so number three is The Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Number four is World's End, so not bad. Uh, number five is Planes. So now let's look at the numbers I think we were waiting for, just to, yeah. just for fun. What do you think is the number one film of the summer? Well, I think it's going to be I think it's Iron Man 3. Let's see here. These are this boxoffice.com here. Yeah, Iron Man 3. Um, so, yeah, we'll look down here. The worldwide take is Iron Man 3. This, these lists aren't that much different, the worldwide take and domestic take. So, Iron Man 3, Strickle Me 2. You got any guess for number 3 and 4? Uh... Uh, Monster U's got to be on there. Uh, I just heard it took $700 million globally, so I'd say Monster U, Man of Steel's on there. Yeah, that's right. So you got Despicable Me 2 is number two. Fast and Furious is number three. Monster U is four. Man of Steel, five. World War Z, number six. Star Trek, number seven. Pacific Rim, number eight. All right. Uh, yeah. Wolverine is in the number nine, and Hangover 3 is number ten. Now, that's the... Uh, Worldwide take. Now let's just look at the, the domestic take. The list is the same, pretty much. Uh, Man of Steel is number three on the domestic take. Uh, Monster is You is number four. Fast and Furious is number five. Star Trek is number six. World War Z is number seven. The Heat, number eight. The Great Gatsby, number nine, and number ten is The Conjuring. So that's. Mm-hmm. That's that. So the number one movie this summer, Iron Man three, and uh, let's look at the other end of the list. What do you think the uh, bottom opening is? The worst openings of the summer. I think it's the Lone Ranger. You think so? Yeah, because they had a really horrible opening weekend. Uh, this has got to be a really, really, really horrible opening weekend. Oh, Are you yeah, sure you yeah. want to go with that? Well, uh, I'm getting a feeling that you're killing me I'm wrong, so... Um, no, you can stick with that if you want. A R.I.P.D. Okay, let's look at the top five uh, bottom opening weekends. Uh, Tyler Perry presents Peoples. You're next. Number two, The Mortal Instruments. Number three, R.I.P.D. Number four, and Kick-Ass 2. Those are the five worst openings. 
All right, so we got that bit of fun out of the way. Let's get into it uh, the summer. Uh, we went and saw quite a few uh, summer movies. Yeah. Uh, what? Let's see. Uh, what? Let's let's just. I mean, we've done we've done all these shows. Let's just jump right into uh, what was our, what was your favorite film of the summer for you? That's hard. There were some great ones this summer. Uh, I still have to say Pseudo Friends. Pseudo Friends still is the best film of the summer. Not only is it great action, but it's the film that made me feel like a kid again. It made me feel like I was eight years old watching Jimmy Carey at night. So um, I have to go with that. I have to. Yeah, I'll say. Uh... My favorite film of summer also was Pacific Rim, uh, for similar reasons. I'm going to say uh, I really enjoyed The Conjuring, and I'm really happy that that was good. <laughs> so I'll say that one was a a good surprise for me, The Conjuring. Yeah. Do you have any movies you saw over the summer that were good surprises for you? My, the biggest surprise for me... Uh, which was really shocking because of how much I enjoyed it. I wasn't shocked at how much I enjoyed it. It was just, it shocked me because it was so out of love field for him. Uh, was This is the End. Now, I never expected a kind of apocalypse movie from the Judd Apatow crowd, but it was a damn good movie. Yeah, This is the End. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk about that on this uh, show, but, yeah, we both saw that, and I think we both enjoyed the heck out of that. That is, uh, was quite... Quite good. Uh, great comedy. There's some really good action moments in it. Uh, especially like their demons. They had some really cool demons in it. Yeah, they did. Those Some of those demons look like they came right out of Doom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and a couple of the other ones, uh, we, saw, uh, we saw the internship. Yeah. That the, was a fun little a, movie. It was all right. Yeah, it was a good little movie, yeah. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't uh, laugh out loud funny all the time, but it was an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't. As, it's kind of hard to judge because we watched that after we watched This Is the End. I think like right after it, and This Is the End is pretty last every minute, and the internship is more of a heartfelt little uh, buddy yeah. comedy where dogs overachieve. Yes, yeah, it is. Uh, a couple other movies I saw over the summer that we didn't talk about was uh, World War Z and Hangover 3. Um, World War Z surprised me a little bit. I didn't think I'd like it that much. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and Hangover 3 was Hangover, so if you like the first two, you'll like the third one. Um, so yeah. that's the same bit there. So uh, let's just mention uh, quickly uh, Disappointments. Our biggest disappointment was uh, Man of Steel. No doubt. That was horrible on every uh, angle, that movie. Yeah. Uh, I might have to say it's kind of a toss-up for me between uh, Man of Steel and Lone Ranger. Uh, I really wanted the Lone Ranger to be better, and I thought it had a lot of potential to be better. And it looks like it performed... Uh, really badly, so there's no chance for there to be a sequel, I don't think, so they can't fix the problems they made uh, yeah. with it. And with Superman, it at least made enough money that they can at least try to fix some of the problems. 
in the next movie, but, you know, we'll get to some of that here in a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, Joe, let me ask you this. Who do you think was the breakout star of the summer, the one actor that you thought kind of owned the summer? Oh, who owns the summer? Yeah, acting. Yeah, who's the actor that blew you away the most? Oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Benedict Cumberbatch. He was great as Khan. He was great, right. and there was a lot of uh, potential for that to just be really, really bad because he's taken on such a iconic character for Star Trek fans, and I think he did a really good job with that. Uh, me personally, I'd have to say Danny McBride from This Is the End. My lord, he is so good in that movie. There's a lot of comedians in that movie who are very funny, but he he was hilarious in that movie. Yes, he was. Uh, when he was on screen, you were going to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, he he kind of owned that uh, portrayal of himself as the world's worst human being. Yes, he did, yes. Uh, let's see. We got uh, a couple calls on here. Let's see what they got to say about Summer. Hey, Carl, you're on? Hey, what's going on, Joe? Jesse? Hey, Brandon. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just listening to you guys talk about uh, uh, hey, you guys. Are, oh, you got something on in the hand. background there, Brandon? Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll put him on hold until he fixes whatever that is going on in the background there. We'll just uh, bring up uh, the other caller here real quick. Hey, caller, you're on? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mark, what's up? How are you doing, guys? What's up? What's going on here today? We're doing hey, Mark, we're on summer wrap-up show. What do you, uh, you got any favorite movies of this summer? I will have to say Star Trek into Dark. Star Trek, huh? Yeah, that is yeah, that, was just, a good one. that was just an amazing movie and another thing, <clears throat> um and you are right, Benedict Cumberbatch really filled filled a you know, filled the shoes of Ricardo Montalban as Khan. You know, that's a tough yeah. role. That's a tough role to get into because Ricardo Montalban was really an amazing actor in, that, in, in the show as well as the movie uh, Star Trek Two. So, yeah, yeah you about, that, hey, Martha. Yeah. So, Star Trek was your favorite film. You got? Did you see any movies this summer that? were disappointing to you, that were just well, the biggest disappointment for you. I'll tell you what was very disappointing to me was I didn't even watch the whole movie because it was just very disappointing. Lone Ranger. I mean... You, know, you walked out of Lone Ranger? I didn't Ranger? even watch the whole movie. Yeah, I, I didn't even watch the whole movie. I was very disappointed <laughs> yeah. in it. Um, I just felt like you said, you know, they had a lot of problems. It, it was kind of kind of ridiculous, you know, explosions and all that that they did, you know. To me, yeah. to me, it just wasn't true to true to the actual original Lone Ranger, which they should have done. They should have made it true to that, and that's my biggest gripe about the movie. You know, yeah. I, mean, all right. I, I have to yeah. say the makeup was good. 
I have to say, um, you know, uh, Johnny Depp really, really can get into many different roles and not be the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got that right. Well, there we go. We got uh, Star Trek there from Mark. Hey, Mark, we'll uh, bring up the other car, see if he fixed his uh, problem there. Hey, Brandon, you're hey. Yeah, I got it under control now. Sorry about that. Oh, that's all right. We don't realize that. <laughs> hey, Brandon, so we're talking about uh, summer movies here. Do you got any uh, favorite movies of the summer? Um, favorite movie, uh, even though I know you guys don't probably agree, is Man of Steel. Hang up on him now. <laughs> Man of Steel. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you got, okay. You got you got any super big dis, Superman disappointment? Oh wait, sorry. You uh, got any big disappointments? <laughs> the summer. There was a disappointment uh, with Long Ranger. It was one of my biggest disappointments. Did you watch that? Yeah. Okay. I like the Long Ranger. Okay, so, so, yeah, so Long Ranger, very disappointing, and they're not going to be able to fix any of those problems, so it's too bad, I guess. Uh, So, oh, wow, so Man of Steel, that's interesting, because you've probably heard our show about that, and you've heard us talk about that. What, uh... What for you was Man of Steel? What made that one uh, awesome? What made it awesome was that it kind of made it more, more kind of realistic, more modern to me. Hey, hey, Brandon, you got that in the background there? Yeah, they're moving things back here. Oh, okay. More, more realistic to what? Well, um, too, it's kind of like they were doing a thing of, like, Batman. That's basically it. Like, you know how, wait, you know, Christian Bale. Wait, wait, is, yeah. is Superman Batman? Superman is not Batman. Oh, okay. So why should you tell a Superman story in the same way you tell Batman? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold that thought, Brandon. We're going to get right. worse for our sponsors. And uh, we're going to find out why you should tell a Superman story like it's a Batman uh, story. Summer of 2013 is over because it was a wuss. The summer of 2014 will never die because it will be badass. Get ready, coming summer 2014 is the blockbuster to bust all blockbusters. Superheroes versus giant big monsters. You heard that right. Superheroes versus giant big monsters. Tony Stark, Iron Man himself, is building giant Jaegers, and he don't cotton to no brick problems. Superman will punch Rogue dead in his big face. The Man of Steel ain't no giant monster punk. Wolverine is running down baby codgers and giving them a spanking they won't soon forget. Watch as the Lone Ranger and Tonto face off against Godzilla. Watch out, Math Man and his Indian friend. Godzilla ain't no big chomp like that big Birch Cavendish. What can we possibly do to make this movie any better? 3D? 3D is so 2013. 
I'm about 100D. You'll not only see the movie, you'll live the movie. Surround sound, waterplant speakers in your head. We even got Forrest Whitaker as the Butler Jarvis to help Tony Stark battle racism and giant uh, monsters. You will be happy to die after summer of 2014. What? Summer of 2014 might not live up to the hype. Please have realistic expectations. All right, we're back. So, uh, Brandon. There? Yep. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, Karen? so what's going on there in the background there? We got a... Well, we got it going on. Is I'm, I'm actually moving in the process of me talking on the phone. Oh, well, you're going to have to get away from that noise. I can't. Re- we can't really make out what you're saying if, if you're next to what they're doing. All right. I want to hear him defend, defend Man of Steel. All right, Brandon, go ahead and defend Man of Steel. I promise I won't interrupt. And Jesse, you won't interrupt? I won't interrupt. I want to hear this. All right, oh, go on, Brandon. Okay, so the reason why I defend Man of Steel is because the fact of the matter is they're making it more uh, pleasing to the today's youth audience more like the cosplay guys, people who are really deep into Superman comics, and they really want to feel like Superman is actual, actually real, you know. And to me, the man is still kind of give a, a real deep, deep backstory to the whole Superman genre, okay. So that's why I kind of, like, yeah, I like it. Even though they kind of changed it up how um, Papa Kent dies, which is also to me, it's kind of giving a story that you can't save everybody. And it's kind of giving that thing of, you know, Superman is Superman, but Superman cannot save everybody. So, yeah, but he could have saved him. He could have saved him, but he was trying to make a point. No, he could have saved him in that movie, Brandon, and nobody would have seen him. True. Uh, but you got to think of one more thing, though. It, it's Superman. Superman cannot save everybody. So his father had to make that point to him. Even though you have all these well, powers I mean, and abilities, but you can't save everybody. Yeah, that's true. I, I, but let's, uh, let's just go on, Jesse. I, I would say that that wasn't the point he was trying to make. The point he was trying to make was he should be – he didn't want him to expose his powers in any way because he wanted him to be – uh, to hide, kind of hide those things, because he was so scared of his son being exposed. Well, yeah, exactly. Now, Brandon, hold, hold on one second. Let's just look at that scene real quick, where uh, he he basically tells him not to come save him by throwing up his hand. And <laughs> yeah. you're 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 saying that that means uh, Superman can't save everybody. But let's look at the let's look at the way that was depicted in Superman the movie. His father okay. dies of a heart attack. There is absolutely no way Superman can save him. He dies of a heart attack in that movie. I think what you're saying is depicted much better in Superman the movie because the way it's depicted in Man of Steel, he could have saved him. All he had to do was run really fast and get him out of the way. Yeah, and then he would answer questions later. But how would he explain to, like, all of a sudden we see Kent halfway down the street and all of a sudden he's up there with us that quick? 
came. Well, hey, Fra- hey, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. You gotta yeah. get away from the people moving. We can't. I I can't make out what you're saying. Now, wait okay, a hold on. I gotta say this. Uh, in Superman the movie, he gotta easily say to father by, "What well, a super fast whipping some other guy's heart out." Run him back and his grand his uh, dad and <laughs> put in, and then chill it all with his X-ray vision. <laughs> yeah, he could have, but uh, he, he, I guess he could have done that. But still, the uh, the point, uh, if what I'm understanding, what Brandon's saying is the yeah. point he's trying to make there was Superman can't save everybody. Well, Superman still yeah. could have saved his, his father. I just think it was presented better in. Uh, Superman the movie, because that's the point they made there, because he even says it to his mother, all those towers, I could even save him. Well, the way it's presented in Man of Steel, he could have saved him. I mean, you're there in the middle of a tornado, they could have easily explained that away later on. Right. And also, uh, if he would have got some guy's heart and put it in his uh, dad, that guy would have been murdered, so he could have saved that guy. (laughs) Yeah, he could have saved him. Okay, Brandon, you... um, Anything else you wanted to get into on Man of Steel, or? Brandon, Brandon you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'll take you off. Oh, there you go. Anything else you want to get into? I'm sorry, what did you say? Hey, Brandon, what did you think of uh, Michael Shannon as Zod? Did you think he overacted the living hell out of that? Yes, he did. I do admit to that. <laughs> okay. All right, well, let's uh, get into uh, something else that happened this summer. This is Superman-related. Is uh, They announced a Superman-Batman team-up movie. Okay. And the title, hey, I'm going to have to put uh, Brandon on hold until he gets away from all that noise. Uh, yeah, the Superman-Batman team-up movie, and uh, they I haven't seen any official title yet, but they're calling it, like, Superman versus Batman, Batman versus Superman. Um, I don't think that's the right way to go with a sequel to The Man of Steel. Of course, I want to see a Superman-Batman team-up movie, but if you're going to make a sequel to Man of Steel, why don't you make a sequel to Man of Steel and then make a team-up movie afterwards and then make the JLA? What do you think about that, Jesse? Well, I think uh, the one problem is... is um you make a Batman-Superman movie, you have to kind of steal away from time from Superman to tell Batman's story as well. Uh, I think the problem is, and I think it might be solved in that first movie, is that Henry Cavill, I don't think he can carry a movie by himself, so he needs that help from a uh, character like Batman. Uh, It's so hard to say because... Batman's going to steal that movie away uh, because Batman, in my mind, is a more interesting character. Um, I should really focus on Superman. They, I mean, if they want to do Batman versus Superman as the third movie, that would be fine. I could understand that. And then maybe, like, get lead into two more Batman movies and have, like, kind of a uh, pseudo-trilogy with the, the, those that one being the centerpiece for both movies. Uh, I can understand that. That makes sense, but... No, this doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, it's uh, because in this Man of Steel movie, Superman was just becoming Superman, figuring out who he is and all that stuff, and he wasn't he wasn't comfortable in his own skin yet, right? No. 
So if you make the next Superman movie where he's Superman and you see him being Superman, and then uh, make uh, I think they should make a separate Batman movie to introduce the new Batman that's out of the uh, Christopher Nolan trilogy because they're it's a new Batman. That, the new Batman has been cast. I think it's a good time to talk about that for a little bit. Uh, who was yeah. cast as the new Batman, Jesse? Uh, ben Affleck was cast as the new Batman. Now, what do you? What's your take on that? I, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I think one of the problems is that Ben Affleck uh, has a certain kind of baggage he brings to the movie. You know, you see Ben Affleck in this certain way, uh, and I don't see him being Batman. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I'd be more hard pressed for him to direct Batman. I'd, I'd, I'd more rather see that. I think he's a much finer director than he is an actor. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I think Jeremy Renner would be a better Batman than him, but I still wouldn't even cast Jeremy Renner as Batman. Um, I, I really think Batman, like Superman, should be an unknown, so that the audience is introduced to that person as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Okay. Uh, when I heard the news about that, uh, my mind immediately went to Michael Keaton being cast as Batman. Mm-hmm. And I, I remembered all the backlash against that. And I thought, well, it, everybody was upset about that at the time. And for me, he's done the best playing Batman. He, he's my favorite portrayal of Batman on the big screen. So, I'm, you know, I'm not saying Ben Affleck is going to do that, but I'm just saying I'm just going to wait and give him a chance and see what happens, see what ends up because of what happened with Michael Keaton. There was also a lot of backlash against Heath Ledger. But, uh, yeah, so I agree there should be a separate Batman movie leading up to this uh, team-up. But uh, we're getting down here on time, so I just want to get some uh, final thoughts from the callers real quick. Thanks. Hey, Mark, you got some final thoughts about the summer 2013? Um, you know what? I'm expe- I, I, I will ex- I will expect in the future that uh, we're going to see some really, really good stuff out of superhero movies coming out. Iron Man. I mean, you got so many, so many things coming out. Like the, like you were saying, the Batman Superman team up. Um, I'm not also. I don't feel Ben Affleck would be could be a good uh, Batman myself because of what he did with Daredevil, and I just felt it was just a big mess. So I'm kind of like uh, weary about that. But I think we're going to see some really good, really good movies coming out. All right. Well, you know? uh, let's bring up. Uh, we'll talk to you later, Mark. All right. See you later. Yep. Hey, Brandon, you yeah. there? I'm here. Hey, are you in a clear area now? <laughs> yeah, I'm in a clear area now. All That's right. Hey, uh, real quick, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on Ben Affleck, Batman, and uh, really quick, Superman, Batman team up? Well, um, Ben Affleck to me is uh, Adam West for the 1960 Batman. That's what I see with him betraying and playing. Um also, I heard that he signed on for three movies, so the Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, and actual Batman movie by itself. So that it might play to tell the story of how they start to put this Batman-Superman thing. Um, I just I just can't 
I can't I cannot feel the the Ben Affleck playing as Batman. I mean, like you said, give it a chance like it did Michael Keaton and but I I just can't feel it. I just, <laughs> I just feel like it's gonna be a, a comedy more than anything else to me. Yeah, well we're uh running up here uh, up against the end of the show. Good uh talking to you, Brandon. It was a good yeah, summer. Sorry about all that guys. Oh, yeah, cool. That's all right. We'll do this again. All right. We had a great summer. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed our summer movie series. Jesse, you got any final thoughts on this past summer? Uh, it was a good summer. There was a lot of great movies that came out. Um, there weren't too many duds in that uh, that pile. Um, and just to uh, say one more thing, don't be scared of Ben Affleck as Batman. Be scared that Zack Snyder's directing it and that David Goyer is writing it. That's what you should be scared of. Yeah, that's what scares me more also. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got some good uh, stuff planning uh, coming up here. Um, real quick, we had a birthday here on uh, August 30th, uh, Mary Shelley. Uh, mm-hmm. She was She's obviously the author of uh, Frankenstein. She was born in 1797, and had she lived... Today, she'd be 216 years old. But she wouldn't look a day over 25. <laughs> That's right. Everybody said that about her. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, just to wrap up real quick, we had a, had a great summer. Um, saw some surprises, saw some disappointments. Uh, but, as always, an exciting uh, movie summer. Looking forward to the holiday season coming up here. So there will also be some good stuff coming out end of the year. And then, of course, the Oscars. And uh, we will see you uh, next time.